Ashley. Taylor. Unrated or unruly? Unrated. Why'd I make the text so tiny? <laughs> Have you ever had something played in the background kill the mood during sex? Oof. So that's definitely a good one. Yes. Absolutely. I, you know how we talked about last week, how like you have like those things that you need someone to have because like they mean something to you. Yeah. So one of my things is definitely like I need someone who's into like a wide range of music. So like you have to because you never know what the fuck I'm going to put on. So I also need them to have that same mentality. I like that. But mind you, there's a place and a time for every kind of music. Also true. Yes. (laughs) So... In our bedroom, we had had surround sound. He was like, okay, you know, he put on a, he thought he put on a playlist that would have been fine for love making at the time or whatever the hell we were doing. (laughs) So the first song that comes on is Sex Therapy by Robin Thicke. That's just fine. That's perfect. Makes sense. We're really getting into it. Things are going really, really, really well. Sexual therapy. Yes. So we're like, all right. I'm not really a love maker, but I mean, this was. I'm a fucker. Yeah, I'm a fucker. Not a love maker. But I was like, actually, I kind of dig whatever's going on right now. So we're we're really getting into it. So then the next song comes on. Have you ever heard of um, a genre called scream music? Like, like death metal kind like of shit. Death metal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So the next song comes on, and it is scream music. Oh, great! I, of course, during ju- lovemaking. During lovemaking, after okay. Robin Thicke's sex sex therapy. Okay, not, not fucking time. This is lovemaking time. Yes. Well, we just changed it. We just brought it up a bit. <laughs> so this is the craziest part. So I jump automatically because i'm like uh, uh, uh. (laughs) i look at him to think he's either gonna start laughing or something is going to happen that's going to kind of stop this moment like an eye contact like we both recognize this is a weird this is a weird situation this might be a funny situation i mean we've been together forever so i'm thinking he's gonna like something's gonna react he doesn't leave character he stays in the moment. And I'm like, okay, this is creepier because he's not even changing character for not, me. Not even acknowledging not what even just happened. Not even acknowledging what's going on. He was just like, nope, I'm in the motherfucking zone and I'm not getting out of it. So then I'm uncomfortable and I hate that whatever's happening at the moment. So I have to finish this during this man screaming on the top of his lungs. And I mean, it's like, <laughs> in the background. Like, like true, true, like fucking, true. like I mean, head banging. That's all it was and i'm just like uh, uh, the weirdest part was we weren't doing anything that was requiring this at the moment it wasn't like it was angry sex so it made it even more bizarre so i just couldn't wait for it to be over it was just that bad i was like please god whatever we need to do to finish this make this climax happen for you let's do it and i was just trying my best just to think in my head what can we do right long story short we finished. So for whatever reason, the conversation wasn't had. About a week later, though, we're like in the kitchen and we're cooking and he goes to put on a playlist and I go. So I'm like, oh, great opening. I totally forgot about this. And I go, uh, 
please, whatever fuck playlist you put on last time, could you not do that again? Could you just delete that? And he just started hysterical laughing. He's like, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I'm like, wait a second. You thought that was weird? He was like, yeah, Ashley, but I mean, I was in the moment. And I was like, but wait a second. Can we just go back and can you explain to me what playlist that actually is? Because first one from sex therapy, then just scream music. And he goes, oh, that's just my, that was my workout music. I go, wait a second. Do you listen to sex therapy before you listen to scream music? He's like doing curls, like... (laughs) Are you doing push-ups to sex therapy by Robin Thicke? Did it end during that song? Yes, because so you I, both finished I, during I that was, song. I didn't finish. Oh, shit. No. I was like, whatever's oh, happening no. between us is this is done. And I feel like the playlist during sex is something that both parties should agree upon. Yes. But sometimes they just I didn't consent to that. You didn't consent to that. Absolutely not. It's fucked up. Yeah. Imagine getting your back blown out to Cypress Hill. Oh. Imagine getting just really going for it to insane in the membrane and that voice insane in the membrane. Kitchen sink, got no brain. Please, Spotify liked music. Just whatever fucking came on Spotify. And you know what? It came. It was. It was doing pretty good at first. I was like, okay, these aren't. You know, wouldn't be my choices, but it is what it is. And then fucking Cypress Hill. I was like, I can't throw it back to this. And then afterwards, yeah. I was like, that was weird, right? He was yeah. like, yeah, I didn't really know what to do. I didn't really <laughs> want to stop. And we couldn't see each other oh. to give that look of like, well, most this is weird. Right. When we were going to switch positions after that, I was so out of it. I know. That's what sucks, too, when you get to that point. Took me totally out of the fucking moment. Especially if you were really in it. And that sucks. I was totally in it before mine. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, well, there's no going back. Nope. The absolute worst thing I think could come on in just like the realm of possibilities. Cotton Eye Joe. (laughs) (laughs) I could not get down to Cotton Eye Joe if 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 I had a gun to my head. Like... Oh, that's a bad situation. Never mind. Um, in a situation where I have to have like, never mind. Um, no, that's, that's, that's a, a real weird a sex different. game there. <laughs> <laughs> Just walk that one back. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Well, that's enough for unread. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome back. Thanks for joining us for another episode. So the last time we talked to you guys, we were getting ready to go to a pub crawl. Yes. And we did that pub crawl. With pub crawls, it's one of those things where it's like, you have to pace yourself and you also, it's a very in and out thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like there are some moments where you're very there and then there are other moments where you're very not and then you come back in. It's like, it's like in and out. That's what you're, that's what you get. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's such, I wonder if anybody is like a pro at them of like, they know exactly how to, what, what formula you have, because it's so hard to gauge on how to be able to make it through the whole thing yeah. successfully. Because, you know, by the time you're at, you're like close to the end, you're like, kind of not drunk really anymore and Mm -hmm. you're tired you're just so tired so it's so hard because we also had people with us who got annihilated by like by like bar two when i had kind of warned them i was like don't over drink because you got a lot of ways to go and it's early i told the one he wouldn't do a shot at the one bar and i was like don't do it because it's gonna fuck you up you're like 
I know. They, they One bar later, fucked up. They don't listen. The point is, I'm always right. Yes. So. Women are usually always right. Yeah. Even, even the drama queen likes to say otherwise. But anyway. <laughs> um, that argument just happened. But anyway. Anyway. Pre-show argument. We usually yes. just get them in to like get ourselves warmed up. Yes. We literally just argued with the poor guy for I can't even tell you how long. And like, he was DD. So yes. he had. So I felt bad for him because yeah. he literally had to deal with these two fuckers like the whole time. And we were fine. Yes, that's the craziest part. Like, like we had a good time. Like don't get don't get us wrong. Like, yeah. We had our, our good portion of drinking, but like neither one of us were needing like help. I thank God because no. I really thought that was gonna be me. I, I thought it was gonna be somebody. I didn't, yeah, I was, I didn't I was like, think it was gonna be you, honestly. No, no, I, was, I had full I wasn't faith in sure. You. I, I thought it was gonna be one out of those two, but I didn't think it was gonna be the one that but, it ended up being that yeah. was the worst. I mean, we were all yeah. in the beginning drinking and I was like, We're off to a good start. Right. This is great, I'm having a great time. I got a fucking slushy. Right. And then I like you said, like you come in and out of it. Yes. So oh my after this this pub crawl was like i need a fucking detox dude i it's, was like well that's what we said so this yeah. weekend we're really laying low yeah i'm not i'm keeping it keeping yeah. it kosher w- really just drinking are. a lot of water and i'm still in the process of recovering from it honestly even though we were the ones that were there to celebrate mm-hmm. in maria's honor and, and maria's, in maria's irish, honor. irish honor and our our you know our heritage show yes we didn't get the most drunk no it was the people who had no, none of that in them. Mm-hmm. And they had no excuse. They had zero excuse. I mean, I'm like, I'm like 8% Irish. So yeah, I feel like same. I should get the same. I should be allowed to get to that yes. level. But mm-hmm. whatever. We are at, there's like nine bars in this pub crawl, right? Right. We had people coming later, too. Like, we had more people attending. That put so, pressure on the situation because it, it was pretty early. We started at like 3.30. Yep. Um, And we were like, okay, we have to make it till at least like 8 when yes. people are coming. Like yes. 7.38. So we were like, all right, we got four hours ahead of us. Right. Which we, normally you go out to the bar, you're out for four hours. Yeah. We were out till midnight. Yes. So, so we were out from 3.30 to midnight. What is that, like eight hours of yes, tantamount? of just drinking. That was crazy. Okay, but we weren't drinking the whole time. No, we weren't. We, we took a lot stopped, of breaks. We took a lot of breaks. We ate. We did a we- lot of stuff. Like me, me and Taylor, and then there was another girl out too who's there almost the whole time too. She actually did all the right things too. So like first two bars we checked in. Yes. Um, Second bar, when I look back at the footage, we're starting to look a little rough. Hair's starting to get messy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, speech isn't slurred, but it's getting there. Yes. Third bar check-in. We were there. So for me, it was like we went we went to this one bar and it was like a smoking bar. Like they were smoking it inside. It was so out of nowhere, too. Yeah. It was like it that was a thing too. Some of these places were like, I never even knew they existed. Which was Same. kind of cool though. Because now you kind of know different places that oh, I the never one was even all, knew. The one I didn't know existed, it's like an axe throwing place. Oh yeah, that was really cool. And it was way bigger than you ever would have thought. Like I thought yeah. we were about to go into like a nook. Yeah, so I, I was, was like, like, oh, great. we're coming back I'm here. Like, well, we're gonna be out of here in two seconds because it's gonna be so small. And then all of a sudden we went in and it just opened up and the place was huge inside like we are throwing axes we are coming the fuck back here that was super super cool yeah Yeah. but like i had a lot of fun up until like the one where we got the pizza we got pizza like halfway through this pub crawl they gave us the smallest fucking slices of pizza oh my gosh 
I've ever. I was like, is, is this a sample? I would like the full size, please. Yes, it was I like, like it. When you're at at like your cafeteria, lit worse. Yeah. It's smaller than cafeteria pizza. It was pizza. that bad. It was like a joke. It was like something that Maria would make in her easy bake oven. Literally, it was like <laughs> it was an like, easy bake oven pizza. What is was, this? Like, okay, um, good one, guys. Can I have the adult one now? Like. I'm drinking. Can and I have you, big pizza? If you pizza? looked at the actual price of it, it was the same price as like a regular slice you would have gotten too. Yeah, it was like $2 for, a, I, I'm not even kidding you, like could fit inside of my a hand. hand. Yeah, it was that bad. Like I took two bites. It was done. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I, did I even eat it? I don't know. It was crazy. We went up and got more. Because I was like, it that, was so bad. It that's was just, not good enough. These people are so drunk. And everyone else around us is way drunker than us. Oh, yeah. There was one woman who was like, I think I left my purse in the circle. I'm like, honey, you are nowhere near the circle. In the circle. In the yeah. fucking, the circle you drive in? Like the little, yes. The, the, and we were nowhere near the circle. I'm like, you better start running oh, now. Oh, you better cancel that car. That shit is done. Yeah. And I then was, she went inside and she found it on the, I'm like, yeah. We were talking to her for a minute. I don't know what we were talking about. Really and then she was just like, mm, I lost my purse. Just so casual. I know. I, I would never be in my life crying. I lost my purse. I would be crying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially if I was drinking and I absolutely. lost my purse. It would be over. Yes. So we got pizza. And then, so this is where I fucked up. Okay. I smoked outside that bar. And for me, there's only been a couple of times I've passed out. Okay. In the hookah lounge. Oh. Bathroom. Yes. If you know, you know. And when I uh, smoked and drank in the same night. Okay. So I smoke occasionally, but I'm still not great at it. I don't know if you could be good at smoking, but I feel like you can. I feel like there are okay. people that can just do, like, take a whole blunt themselves. Right. Not me. I'm like, two puffs, and I'm like, all right, I'm good. I'm fine. I, I know you, you've hardly smoked. Like, you yeah, barely smoke. Yeah. yeah. But, like, the... There's like this this period of time after where it's setting in. Uh-huh. Like the couple of minutes afterwards. So at first I was like, I think I'm good. And then I was I got inside. I was like, I think I'm not good. I think I'm very bad. And Uh-oh. I was like, I am very, very high. And it's so obvious. So I'm having a conversation with one of the people we're with. And I'm just going in and out of it. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So oh, I, my gosh. It was so bad. I didn't want to, like, freak you out. So I didn't say anything. Right. I didn't say anything to anybody. Oh, no. It was rough. So, like, I got this beer. I gave it away because I was like, I cannot. Well, I did see you giving your beer away, but I, I, I had couldn't no idea do why it. I wasn't paying attention. I was yeah. like, I don't want to pass out. Like, I guess it's it, so it's called crossfading. Um, If you were you know, live under a rock like I did. I didn't know it was called until I came to and my friends were like, you crossfaded. And I was like, why am I on the floor? I don't give a fuck. About, about, <laughs> what is that? Like music? I don't know. So it's just when you you drink and then you get high. Or I think it could be in any order. But I did that and I passed out twice. And they were within like a couple of weeks of each other. I literally oh. blacked out. It was okay. the craziest, craziest experience. I, I don't do it anymore. Right. Except that I did it. Right. But I thought it would be good because it was one hit. So I was like, I'm so scared of passing out. I can't. I give the beer away. I eat the fucking child's pizza. Like, I can't. I I was like, I just need to be good. And there there was a moment where I was like, please tell me I'm not going to be the person that makes us have to go home today. Right. And I got it. Thankfully, I got some air afterwards. I went outside and I was good. 
But yeah. I was, I for a while, I was like, it's going to be me. I'm going to be the reason that oh, we end the no. night. And I wasn't. No, Someone else she was. Wasn't. No, she wasn't. It's like if you do a pub crawl, I feel like whoever you go with, just now for future that we know this, mm-hmm. you just have to go with whoever you go with is who you should start with. Yeah. Because it just sucks to bring people in at different times because everyone's going to be at a different drunk at that point. Yes. So it's almost like you need to like, whoever, like everyone needs to start together. So that you, you know, because they were meet, we had people meeting up meeting with us, us later, so late, and, and then, but we we spent a couple of hours did. with them. We did, but yeah. I was like, I can't. Like, I know we gotta fucking go. We got people. I know when up. I got home, man, did I knock the fuck out? Same. Oh my gosh, it was so funny because I got home, and I said, "Oh my god," I said, "I gotta eat something." <laughs> So this is the funny part. Oh, the pizza didn't fulfill you? <laughs> I realized we didn't eat. No, that shit does not. That was like a 30-calorie pizza. I know. Like, did you just give us a Weight Watchers pizza? Oh, my God. So I started, like, making myself, I swear to God, like, a nachos thing. I don't oh, know word. what I You were chefing it up. I chefed it up, right? This is the best part, right? I'm in the middle of texting someone, and I'm like, yeah, I'm eating my snacks in bed. Like, I, I'm reading these text messages, right? And then he, like, writes back, how are your snacks? And I wake up in the morning with the snacks in my hand. Were you mid-nacho? I was and you just nacho That's amazing. And it literally, the text message in my hand was a text message, how are your snacks? And I'm like, like, oh, my God. They were fucking good. They put me on my it's amazing. <laughs> I literally, I did snap him a picture of it too. He's like, he's like, that's amazing. That's so good. I'm like, <laughs> we both like, like passed he's out. Like, I knew you went to sleep. He was like, I didn't hear shit from you. <laughs> I'm making a snack. He was like, how is it? All right, talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> I was literally in my bed, posted up to fucking Golden Girls on. <laughs> you know what? That's a vibe. Okay. Nachos, Golden Girls. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Let's get into our fucking topics, man. Yes. I'm so we got excited. a lot of shit yes, to get we to. Do. The first thing I wanted to talk about today mm-hmm. being clingy and clinginess. I'm a lover. I'm a smotherer. Yes. I want to, like, be on top of you yes. all the time. Like, yes. If I have free time to do that. If 75% of the time, your free time besides work is spent with your significant other. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Because um, it's your free time. It's your free time. If you don't want to spend that much time with the person, then they're probably not the person you want to be with, mm. to be honest. Because, I mean, it, or you're just not looking for a life partner at that point. Yeah. Um, The rest of the time should either be on whatever you're doing and i'm mm-hmm. not talking about work i'm saying 75 percent of time when you're not working is what i'm saying so should be with them and then the other 25 percent should be whatever you're doing personally by yourself yeah your friends you can add into the time with them and you can put into that 25 percent if you're dating a good person if you're dating a good person and that's the other thing is like is finding that medium like if it, if we were to put it on a scale of one to ten okay how clingy are you? 10 is like the absolute like I'm up your ass all the fucking time. One is like take it or leave it. I could see you twice a month. I'm probably a six. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably a seven or an eight. Yeah. I'm probably a s- I'm 7.5. I'm going to say 7.5 because too much. Yeah. I get overwhelmed and there are days that I need to be like by myself but they're right. far and few between. It's like right. a couple of times a month. Well, I'm this like, is the thing. I'm very clingy with the contact. 
Um, I need constant contact. Same. I don't mean constant contact and I need to be with you all the time, but I need to hear from you constantly. Yeah. So um, I don't need you in front of my face constantly. I just need to hear from you all the time. So I feel like phones have kind of ruined things too with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's just like I need to – I just need to know you're around. Like, we've talked about this before on here. Is that, like, even if you're sending me a snap, like, I just need to know that you're, you know, that we're we're constantly contacting each other in some yeah. way. But I don't necessarily need you in my face all the time. Um, but I definitely need you around me much more than once a week. I would say, I would say, like, three times a week. I need at least, like, five. Yeah. See, some people are like that. Yeah. Once we've been together a while, I mean, obviously. Oh, yeah. Once start, we've been together a while, I, I mean, ease into that. Yeah. But I mean, in the beginning, though, I kind of think it's weird if people don't want to be around each other a lot. Because that's the, the most intense yeah, phase of I mean, things. to me, like, also, I th- I've said this, too, is, like, you kind of learn about a person kind of quickly. Yeah. So I've been in two situations. Um, the one... Um, he wanted me to be around all the time. Like, mm. he never didn't want me to be around. And I was like, oh, okay. So, like, I tried my best. It was kind of hard. But, like, you know what I mean? And then the other one, I was only seeing, like, once a week. And I'm like, that's weird. So, like. I don't like that. No, I don't like that. So, like, that kind of thing to me is weird. So, it's like, to me, in the beginning, there's got to be some kind of medium. Somewhere, too, which yeah. sucks. It, it's so hard when, like, people work and people have different schedules. But it's I feel like there should always be desire. If someone is not desiring to see you or doesn't feel a need to see you, then you're probably not supposed to be together. But I feel like if I'm genuinely happy and content. Yeah. Obviously, like, I'm, I'm, I'm clingy in nature. Like, I just want to be with you. Right. But when you don't, I think a, a really good relationship, I say this all the time, like, a great relationship to me is I don't have to think about you all day. I don't have yeah. to think about what you're doing. I don't have to think about where you're going or who you're talking to. Like, if I can just know that we're good and not have you take over my every thought. Yes. I think real true love is that and not just like you're I'm obsessively thinking and I'm yes. not clingy in that way where I'm like every fucking thought is like consumed with them. I'm clingy in like I want to be around you a lot because I love being around you. I love right. being around you. Like I oh, love being yeah, around my yeah, friends. Yeah. I'm clingy mm-hmm. with my friends too. But like throughout my day, I love if I don't have to fucking think about them. Like we text, we keep in communication all day. That's healthy. So you mean not having to worry. That's so good because like, I mean, I was in, you know, relationship for five years and I think there was never a day that I wasn't concerned. That's so fucking yeah, worse. Was, I had the was same so, thing. It was, like a, it was so bad. Like, and that we lived together. I mean, there was never like, in like to think that that was a life. That wasn't even a life. But like. It is. I've been in a good one before where like we we I never had to worry. And I I know what you're saying, because that is such a nice feeling when like you never have to. There's no concerns. You're just you like, just know that it's working. It's or- organic. Like the whole thing is just it's yeah. Fine. It's that's what the right it's thing. organic. It's when you find your flow with that person. Yeah, like there's no just like there's no drama. I don't have shit to worry about. I know you're yeah. at work. I know you're at home. I know whatever. And we're communicating without having to force it. Right. We're just texting each other. Whatever. I'm on my way home. I'm going to work. Right. I'm going here. Whatever. But like 
it takes a while and it takes really getting to know somebody to find that and trust. Yes. There's so much trust. Yeah. There's there's a lot of building that goes with that too. Oh fuck. Yeah. Even if there was wasn't like there was like a trust that was lost, it's more that like you guys almost have to build mm-hmm. with almost the clinginess and you almost have to learn what people do on a regular basis. Like That's learn what it is their like their their everyday life yeah like what what their habits are and then as soon as you learn them then you're like okay so i know what they're doing you got to learn the and pattern pattern right and then with some people it's harder to learn because their pattern they don't really have a pattern yes or they're kind of all over the place or yes. they switch it up on you a lot and then it's and like then you're like what you were pooping at 10 a.m last time and now it's yes. an 8 a.m where the fuck are you going like what's you know what though I don't like people who don't have consistency. That's what makes me nervous. You see, I feel like people who don't, who don't, who aren't able to live a life that has like, it's like I go, I go to work at this time and I do this at this time. You're going to find me probably here every day at this time. And you, you don't have that. That to me is a little weird. That's the that kind of thing that makes me have overthink. structure. Yeah. I probably don't want to be with a person who doesn't have structure of some kind. That's weird to me. I mean, some people like that. I don't. Some um, people do like that. Some people. They love that, like, wildness. <sighs> no, that's too much for me. Have you ever, um, I don't know if you've ever done it yourself or been with somebody that had to pull up to a location to make sure people are where they say they are? Yeah. First of all. Love it. Count me the fuck in. If we are ever going on a stakeout, the yes. one time, this is years ago, my friend and I dressed up like oh, guys. God, I did this too. <laughs> Not as guys, though, guys. Oh, we dressed up, we put hats on, we put hoodies on, yes. we dressed up like we were like men, yes. and we pulled up outside of this guy's house. Yes. And we watched to see if the ex girlfriend was going to pull up. Yep. Mm-hmm. And absolutely nothing happened. Um, now this person, she wanted to write a letter to him <laughs> and sli- an anonymous letter. She wanted to slip it into the window to the basement. <laughs> she got out of the car to go to the to the house, and so one of the roommates <laughs> came out. She about face got back in the car. We drove off the fastest ever. Oh my god! And I was like, that was the most fun I've ever had in my life. Oh that my adrenaline rush. It's the best adrenaline rush. I love it. I love it. So we did it, and one of my friends she told me she was like, I think that you know her boyfriend at the time was cheating on her. She was like, I just whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I said, Well, do you have do you have proof? She goes, I. I just I know Ashley blah blah blah. I said okay. oh not the said, not the gut intuition. Oh well, she was right. Oh oh she was she was right. So should we pull up and she I go well go in my car. He's no idea who, what my car looks like. She's like you're right. This is the thing. Maria was a baby at the time, so Ray was actually in the back seat the time. <laughs> it was during her nap time. Okay, this is how legit this was. So I got Maria in the back seat. She puts on glasses. Puts out a wig and she's in the seat next to me and I'm like I'm like okay because I mean he doesn't know who the fuck I am yeah fuck so her. there and there is Marie in the back seat snoring <laughs> she's like I don't know like nine months so we so we drive through to go to this house right we pass by oh yeah yeah that's he, a horrible I feel so bad for her but that's so, so exciting then the craziest part is so she's like pull out and then she's like we're gonna follow her and i was like <gasps> i'm like where are we gonna follow her to <laughs> was the plan was we there had a plan? No plan we didn't know if she was leaving we knew nothing but she knew what time he called her every day 
And this one specific day, she was like, I think this is the day that she sleeps over because this is when the one day a week that he, he doesn't acts call. weird. Yes. Like, it Disrupting the off. pattern. That's right. She was right. So this girl pulls out right around that time. And at that same moment, he texts her. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, he's such a scumbag, right? <laughs> Did you figure out who she was? No, I just saw what she looked like. So we went, oh, my God, we were on the internet trying to find out who the hell she was. I mean, she fucking worked for it, too. And I was like, damn. It was it was quite, but this is the best part. Could you believe this girl ended up finding my friend? Because he was cheating on her with, like, three other people. He had all these girls Oh, she, like, going. came to her as a woman? Yes. No one was, like, asking about her because there was two other ones. And they all ended up in a big circle together and they all caught him together. Oh, a John Tucker must yes. die. I always wanted to do a John Tucker must die. <laughs> yes. Ever since I saw that movie as a kid, I've always wanted to do a John Tucker must die. Yes. Well, they, they sure did. I wanted to get cheated sure on did. with a bunch of other girls and we all form a bond and a yes. lifelong friendship. And uh, No, believe it or not, that girl still texts my friend from this day. I mean, she does. Yeah, it's crazy. What better friendship? That's How why. Weird, right? Don't be the fucking girl that no. that hates the other girl. Get together and say fuck but them leave. and become but actually, friends. Like, oh, leave. you gotta leave. Like, you gotta actually leave the situation. Yeah. No. If you're in that situation, you gotta get together. Yeah. And the biggest fuck you to that person is, is you become you best all, friends. Yeah. You're just you're like now your besties. They're that you're you're fucking maid of That's honor right. at your wedding. I always wanted to John on. Tucker must die. Yeah. You know what? I never it's bad. What we're talking about is bad. You yeah, should not no, don't do these people. things. Don't don't do that. Very bad. But it does happen and people do it and we are people. So I mean, but there's nothing more exciting than a stakeout. Oh, it was great. It's so fucking fun. I was that like was Maria's first one. She didn't even know about it. Oh <laughs> you should have got a Nine picture. Months. Maria's first stakeout. Nine months. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck who it is, what's going on. I do not care. Count me in. Yeah, if any, if anyone out there thinks that they're getting cheated on, if it's even just a uh, just a hunch, send it New in. <laughs> gmail.com Let us know. Tri-state area. Yeah, we can do it. We're pulling up. Um, I think something that's always bothered me when I'm dating somebody, and I pick up on this, when they're like, they don't need you enough. Oh, but yeah, I hate that. Dating someone who's like chronically single. Mm-hmm. Like they just can't get it together. They can't get into the routine of being in a... <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they can't get into the routine of being in a relationship. And they just... They, like it's like, why are you even being serious with me if you can't commit to like communication a couple of times a day maybe? um, Seeing me a certain amount of times a week? You just want to be single, dude. You just want to fucking like, what is this? I think at that point, they just don't want you dating other people. Yeah. But they still want to live a single lifestyle. This goes back to people not being honest with themselves about what they need. I think that a lot of people, you know, they see somebody that they like. So you see, you see, you see something you're like, well, I like that. I like the way she looks. I mm-hmm. like, I like. The, I like her vibe. I like what I like that we get along. I like the way we fuck. Yeah, I like the whole thing. I like spending time with her, but I don't think that I'm there for the rest because yeah. I'm not ready for whatever the reason may be. 
but I don't want to lose her because mm-hmm. I know at some point I'm going to want it. And who knows? Maybe I'll want it next week. And maybe it might I'll get snatched it. up. She might and, get taken. And right. And like, I know that if I put her out there, by the time I'm ready, she's she's yeah. going to be gone. Like, I know, I know this. I mm-hmm. know that like, this is too good of a thing for me to drop off. Yeah. So I think that that happens so often and that's where the problem comes in. Mm It's like I think guys struggle with this. Well, not guys, females too. We all do this. But um, I think that's where people struggle. They're like, no, I don't want to let it go because I don't want this. I mean, I don't do this, but I think people, some people do do this where they're just like, I don't want to let it go. But I don't want to commit to it because I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. But they also know that it is a good thing. They just don't want it at the moment. In, and I can't personally handle that because it makes me Absolutely feel like it, it's not. it's a me thing, and I can't. No, see, I, need I can't to, deal. I need you to need me. Yeah, exactly. I, like that is the whole. That's one of my like my love languages is I need somebody to absolutely need me to tell me about how great I am. It's just one of my things. Words of mm-hmm. affirmation. That's also being needed. Like I need you to be very into me. I'm not going to lie to you. If we hang out one time and you aren't in love with me, I'm out. Same. <laughs> absolutely. As insane as that sounds, yeah, if you are absolutely. not head over if heels. you're not like crazy about me that after the first time we hang out, that's fucking weird. If you're like, yeah. first of all, yeah. psychotic, yeah. are you okay? Yeah, I mean, what? I mean. I'm fucking great. Do you have a fever? <laughs> I'm, are you kidding me? All right, but Whatever. weird. That can completely turns me off i know that's a that's that's a thing about us but whatever i just can't i can't if you don't seem like you're head over heels after one one time hanging out i i just shut off no i'm the same way too i need that like this was awesome yes i love this that i am all about you like this is so good i want to repeat it oh yeah this is it if like, you, I love that shit. I live yeah. for that shit. I love. I live for you to be obsessed with me because I'll do it right back. That, exactly. Like as soon as like you give it to me, you're gonna get it back. When I get the like, green well, light to be obsessed with you, yes. Oh I'm yeah. I'm obsessed with you. I am so annoying. I can't have you go like hang out with me and then be like, but maybe I should explore my other options. No. Are you in love? Yes or no? Yeah. Don't tell me you are. Don't say no, it. No, don't say don't it. Don't say it. That's no, no, that's no, no, that's no. weird. You don't say it. No, no. no but no. are you? But don't, but don't say it. Just show me. Exactly. Like I said, words of affirmation that don't say love in them. Dating isn't hard, but no. also be madly in love with me the first time that you meet me. Yeah. And don't tell me. Right. Just tell me that I'm beautiful and I'm perfect. Yes. I'm funny. Yes. Be fully committed to me without the commitment. Mm-hmm. Communicate with me all day long. Um, yes, you can explore other options. Don't let me find out. If it, if I find, like, that's... Only one, only, like, after one date, and then after that, then you can yeah. do it. And from once we start having sex, you absolutely cannot explore any other options. Or I'm out. I'm oh, not an option. totally out. I'm not an option. See, I'm, I'm not, like... I can't. I can never be an option. I know there are people that are built for that. Some people are built for that, and some people are built for, um what's it called like just like playing the field with a bunch of people i'm so I thoroughly monogamous that. yeah me too like i feel like that's i try so hard to do that yeah. thing where i'm like okay i'm seeing this one i'm seeing this one or i i just fuck this one and i could probably fuck him i can't do that yeah me like, either once i'm fucking one person that's the only person i am and i 
and it even takes me a while to just like cleanse myself of that person yeah because i'm like there's no way i'm gonna be able to do this because it just i just did this with him so it's like to me everything takes time no i am the exact same way like i yeah. am i am in it with you and i i just can't i've never been that way yeah. i like I, i've tried same. i've been like I'm going to have a hoe phase. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm going to go out and I'm going to date a bunch of people. And is it fun? Yes. But at the end of the day, I right. feel empty. Same. And some people don't. And that's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And I wish that I was like you. I wish I was too. But I'm not. I'm just, I I do, I don't think that codependence is always this crazy unhealthy thing. No. I do think that there is like a healthy codependence. Where we're, I think so We're too. our own people. But in those areas that maybe I need that additional support. You're there for me. Mm-hmm. And I can't deal with anything that isn't that. Yeah. I can't deal with half-assedness. No. It's fucking shitty. I Like we were talking about earlier, I don't like that feeling of constantly wondering, what are you doing? Who are you talking to? What's going right. on? It drives me insane. And then I'm a person that I do not like. Right. I don't Same. like that version of me. No, I don't either. I don't want to bring her out. No. It's, me either. It's very, very simple. Yeah. You meet us, you fall in love. That's right. Just common sense, obvious. Mm -hmm. Don't tell us. That would be weird. No, I don't want to meet your mom the second time we hang out. No. But also, you should want me to. Yes. But don't tell me that. Yes. But you can. Kind of. So sometimes on Instagram, we'll ask you guys if you have any topic suggestions. So listener suggested topic was your family not liking your partner. Um, Have you experienced this yourself? So... I've experienced both sides. So I've experienced not being liked. And I've experienced my family not liking them. Mm. So um, so basically, it's such a tough one because let's be honest. If you have a good family, th- this is where it comes. What were you really think about this? What is your family to you? Not all families are that great. Yeah. If you have a good family and they're down for you and they're the best advice, like you you have a great family. So that's what you have to set yourself up for. When you're having a bad day, when things are bad, who's the first person that you, you think of besides like, is it your family or your family your go-to? Yeah. Then yes, your family knows you better than anybody and you do want your family to be supportive of you. But but then do you have a family who's not so good? Yeah. Then maybe does it really matter to you? Do you know what I'm saying? So basically, like, my family is my go-to. Always has been. Mm-hmm. Um, my family has always tried to, no matter what, be supportive of who I've been with. They've always given even the shittiest people a million chances mm-hmm. because they want to be supportive of whoever I love and yeah. care about. Um. But there's been situations where, like, my mom has literally thrown her hands in the air with, you know, a specific person, which, I mean, she had every right to. But it took so long for that to happen. But what makes it so uncomfortable is what I always say is this. This doesn't just go with family. So if you consider your friends your family, too. So let's put this there, too. This is for everybody. Friends, family, whoever you consider your closest people who you care about their opinion. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, don't tell everybody every fight. This is what I, your forewarning. Yes. Everyone doesn't need to know every single fight you have. People, no matter what, when people love you, they will hold on to 
everything. They will never forget every little fight. They will hold on to it because they love you. So they will not forget that stupid petty fight you had a month ago. They will not forget every little thing. They will, this shit, they will hold and hold and hold. And it will add up to them. Yes. I fully Mm -hmm. agree. Because you know what? You have a fucking argument and you go tell your family or your friends about it. They don't get the apology afterwards. That's right. They don't get the flowers, the the makeup sex, or at least I hope not. Um, they don't get like <laughs> they don't get all that good shit afterwards yeah. that like make when you make up, like they don't get that. All they get are the details of your fight. Especially when you go to them for most of your fights. Yes. Of course they're gonna start compiling a list and they're gonna be like, yeah, I'm not sure why the fuck you're with them. Right. Meanwhile, maybe in the heat of the moment, like things aren't as bad as they seem or like you exaggerate or maybe you're just in a, in a moment of anger. You're just like, oh, I can't fucking believe this. Like or they have no idea what you did. Exactly. Or you're holding on on fucking details. That's right. You got to be careful with what you tell them, because, of course, like, like Ashley just said, if people care about you, they're going to be like, why are you with this person if they're doing all of this? Right. You can't share everything. I think like. If it's really bad, if it's like I need an op- an outsider's opinion to make sure, mm-hmm. like I'm not, I, ha- I like I need somebody that's outside of this to to think about the situation and tell me, am I being gaslit? Is this that's worse right. than I think it is? This is a red flag, right? But not every fucking fight, no, because your friends will get tired of it. They will. But you know what? I also find very interesting too. Is just recently I had a conversation with somebody who came to me and told me about a very, very dysfunctional relationship that he was in. Like, it was borderline abusive. Well, it was abusive. Mm -hmm. And he told me that I was the first person he ever told about this relationship. I found that insane to me. That, like, why would I be the only person... You never told your friends, like you never told any other person in your life. You never told any of your friends. You never told any of your family while you were in that relationship. You told nobody about this this situation. And let's be clear, he never got over the situation. Mm. The reason you never got over the situation is because clearly you never had anyone to talk about this to. Yeah. This is the problem too. Yes, don't tell everyone about every detail. But 100%, you do need a confidant and you do need a person to speak to about things and not later on because if you are in an abusive situation, you should have someone to talk to about it Yeah. because most definitely, you're probably never going to leave a bad situation Yeah. if you continue to not talk about it because a therapist once told me, and this was the best advice I ever got. So if you get into a fight with this person, she goes, don't tell me, tell a friend. She goes, tell a friend the exact words he just said to you. Say it to a friend. Speak the words. And I said, okay. She goes, say it out loud to a friend. If it makes you uncomfortable to say what he said or did to you, you know it's wrong. Yeah. And she was right because I never wanted to tell anyone anything. 
it's it's true when you say things out loud it's like yes it sounds wow that does not feel right uh uh-huh and ever since then every time i'm in a bad situation like i had left one not even like every time something happens and i speak it out loud Mm -hmm. i go nope i'm out i'm out because it does sound so bad when you say it you speak it out you're like oh shit that is bad like what the fuck was i doing yeah and you don't even realize it until you're like or you say it to somebody and then you watch their face yes and you're like and they're like they said that to you and i'm like man maybe it is worse than i thought it was right because you almost try to like diminish things to protect the other person yeah because in your own weird mind you might love them yeah of like, course you know what i mean but if you but you need some at the same time you need people especially if you're in a really bad situation so like what well, that's the thing is finding that balance is if is it like are you in a bad relationship or you just need us or you just like screaming about things yeah do you know what i'm saying so like that's kind of one of those things where like there's the difference so find out like what kind of where you're at there sometimes it's just like you need to talk about it to somebody where it's like that's it's so dumb, stupid. It's like dumb shit. Like, oh, we've gone through a fight because of the fucking socks. And he, Lit- like, literally like the, the dumbest the, shit. The dumbest shit. Don't go to your parents about that dumb shit because then they're going to think all you're doing is fighting about dumb shit. Oh, yeah. And they're like, well, why can't they just get along? Oh. Well, that's, that's really none of their business. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you don't need to tell them about those things. Yeah. That's my mom for sure. Because I've, I've, she's heard us get into an argument, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's like this big thing. Like we walk away from each other and it's like, oh my God, can you believe him? Right. And then she's like, you guys are just arguing about the way you're saying things. Right. She's like, it's not. And this is, I didn't have this realization about the fights we were having until she heard it. And she Mm -hmm. was like, this is not on the level you think it is. You guys can work on this. But what you're fighting about is the way you're saying things. Right. It's not what we're saying. It's literally like, well, why'd you say it like that? Right. Why'd you use that tone? Well, that was a little too loud. And it's like, we're just nitpicking. Right. When I heard it from her perspective, mm-hmm. it changed everything. Mm-hmm. But like, if I brought every single argument, right? It's like, I mean, it just sounds so bad if you were to compile a list of like every fucking fight that you've had with exactly. a person. Exactly, you don't You're excluding all the great moments. And I think that's what almost every good family, every good friend wants to see is that like there's a balance. Mm-hmm. So like. If you're doing your job by giving them the right report back, like the right report card, by giving them the right balance, if you're in the right relationship, you should be able to bring everyone together and everyone should be able to get along. And also, if it's the other way and they don't like you, you got to figure out why. It's either that they're dysfunctional or what is it that's bothering them about you? Yeah, what are they telling telling them about you? Yes, that's the other thing. Finding out what's being said when you're not around. What are they saying? Um, you know, I I had one one family one family that didn't like me. Um, and of course it was because he would literally, every time we would get into a fight, he would leave me and head over run to that to house, re- run to mom, and scream about every fight we would have from A to Z. And oh. it every time, every time, leave me at the house. And have literally run my name through the mud yeah. every time. She knew about every fight. My parents knew about none 
at the time, which so was really bad. I, that was my biggest mistake was that I went from telling them everything to nothing because I was scared. So yeah, I know what you mean. Then, so he would tell them, tell them the opposite. So she would hear all this shit, which half of it wasn't even true. It was just a bunch of bullshit of him just being angry. So she, it, so she compiled this like thought of me of just like uh, of a person that she didn't even know. Because they, you can't do that before they even get to know the person, right? Like, unless it's something really bad where you have, you're like, I have right. to tell somebody, right? Which, that shouldn't be happening that early on anyway, right? It's exactly. Like, don't let them have a preconceived notion about them. Let them just get to know them. Exactly. Man, exactly. It, it sucks though when you get along with the family because then when you break up, oh, that's the worst. You lose the whole family. Oh my gosh, there is a. Oh my gosh, all the guys. I swear to you, all the guys that like. I didn't work out with long term were always the families that I fucking love the most. That's, oh, that's the always, worst. Always. I'm like, why can't, why couldn't we have not? Can I just, like, was there another one I could hug up with? Yes, that just, wasn't you. You got a, he's got a brother, right? About a million. Cousin, Let me just grab one of just you. trying to get in the fed. family here. Yeah. It's like, how did you come out so shit? But like, your family's fucking awesome. I know. Oh my gosh. My mom would, oh my gosh, some of the stuff she, she would make some of my exes do. Because my mom's, my mom's like out there sometimes. She's really in space sometimes. I'll just, but you know that like, you know you're in when my, but you know what though? A lot of my exes would listen because they were just like, it's just faith being faith. The one time she texted my one ex and we were like, we were doing something and she was like, okay, so supposedly the Russians are taking over and they're going in all the she's they're going into your they're going into your TVs. You're going into your TVs. So you have to shut off the TV. <laughs> so this is what she said. You just shut off your TV, re reboot it, do this whole thing. She's she's swearing that they're watching us through the TVs. Okay, swear to you. Swear to you. <laughs> and I look over at him. He got to, he had the text message. He looked over at me. He's like Ashley, he's like, your mother just sent me this text message and he repeated it. He's like, what do you want me to do? And I was like, oh, that's up to you. He was like, fine, I'm fucking do it. He fucking did, he it. did it. He sure did for her. <laughs> he went into all the bedrooms and redid it all for her. So and I recorded much. it and sent it. And she was like, thank you. I feel so much better. Oh my God. <laughs> she could have really fucked with him and made him do some weird shit if she oh wanted. Oh my God. Once you I see him do that, and be like, my mom just texted me and said every single picture in the house has to be upside down. You have to do it right now. You have 35 seconds. If you don't hit every single one, it's going up in flames, baby. It's going up in flames. I would have fully taken advantage of that. So I love funny. that so much. It was great. I'm like, because my mom is just like super... She's one of those people who's just so sweet. She's very hard to say no to. Yeah. Because she would do anything for anybody. Aww. And she's one of those people. So he was just like. The least he could do is yeah. unplug some like, TVs. I know that's what he did. Unplug it. And I'm like, I'll never forget the dog was like walking around with him, like going to the rooms. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Are we are moving? We, we stake out. <laughs> and I'm just sitting on the couch like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting involved in this shit. But if he hadn't done it. 
Oh my god! It's I like, was I said to him I was like just had to say you did it and you did it. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm lying to her. Oh, like all right, whatever. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah, I, res- I did. I can't I lie to mom. Like, you can't lie to mom. I would be like there was uh, a second cousin. Yeah. Like unplug all the TVs. And be like, no, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> sure, I did I it. You did can't it. lie to mom. No, you gotta do it. If you have a close relationship with your family, it's so important that that is that they're involved in in your relationship to some extent. Not to the point where they feel like they can tell you what the fuck to do with your relationship. Because I can also see how, as a parent, it's probably a difficult situation if you don't like the partner, but you don't want to push them, the, your child away from you. It's that, that's hard. Because you never know if your kid is like so deep into it that like they'll just be like, well, then I'm choosing him. Yeah. I mean, my mom, my mom had to do that with me where she was just like, she didn't know how to. Yeah. You know, she didn't know what to do. It's so hard. It like I I hope I never have to be in that situation because I'm so much more aggressive than my mother. So like I couldn't imagine being in a situation where I'm like I feel like someone is like fucking with my daughter. And they and they and they won't listen when yeah. you tell them like No, because do when, you see what's when, happening? when your head is in it something and you're in a, you're not in the relationship, it's so hard from like when out when like for, for us we're yeah. looking in on a relationship it's so easy for us to be like there's this wrong this wrong this wrong this wrong this wrong we can all see the whole thing but when you're in it you're like seeing none of that it's so weird it's so weird that you're not seeing what everybody else is seeing like we were talking today about a friend of ours and like certain things that were going on and like to us it's so obvious yeah but i think that like to her, it's like a a beautiful thing. It's like either there's some serious red flags mm-hmm. or there's something that we're not hearing. Yeah, or like, like some, another, some there's, there's some other piece of this that like we don't have. Well, that's the problem too, is like here you go. You got two friends over here. Like that's the problem too. When you're not in the relationship, we're hearing one side. And of yeah. course, we're already being protective over our person oh yeah we're gonna be biased so so we're always gonna be biased so that's the same thing with the families they're always gonna be biased for their person it's so natural yeah it's just a natural thing so it's like you have to tread lightly when you're telling certain stories when you're asking for certain advice because you know and some certain people are just very naive yeah they just kind of like they'll say things to you and like maybe to me or Taylor or somebody else, it might be something very like, well, like, no, what, the, what fuck? the fuck? Are you crazy? But then to someone else, that might be something like, really? Is that weird? They just say something just so out of pocket mm-hmm. as if it's just the most casual thing. They're like, yeah, I mean, he just doesn't really like if I if I put the toilet paper like the other way around, he just won't talk to me for the rest of the day. Yeah. It's, you know, it's fucking Johnny, you know. Yeah. He like, just punched like, me in the back of the head like five times. So it's fine. Yeah. Oh, you know, how, <laughs> you know how he gets yeah, it's when fine. the dolphins lose. I yeah. Mean, you know how it it's is. Like, yeah. And that makes me wonder, were there times that I did that and somebody was like, what the fuck? Yes. I feel like there had to have been. Oh, there had to have been a million because I know that. There were times where people like later on were like, Ashley, remember this? And I was like, oh, God. Oh, I distinctly remember a time that a friend and I went to go see um, someone I was dating. And that person and I 
saw each other, but stayed in opposite place, like uh, areas of the same place and like hardly interacted the whole time. You were there together? Mm-hmm. We, I was acting like everything was cool. And when we left, she was like, you know, that was like really weird that he didn't come talk to you, right? And I was like, no, but like he's with his friends and this is like his thing. She was like, no, that was weird. I was like, yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, that's weird. Because I actually think if there wasn't another person there that I was so in denial of what was happening in front of me that yes. I, I wouldn't have made it into as big of a deal as it as it was exactly but it was fucking weird when i think back on it i'm like how did i not how did you like what how did i not go up and be like uh yoohoo like what's happening right hello what's going on over here instead i was just like huh this is what it is right it's cool he's busy busy Right. But you don't have enough stuff going on she was like no that's that's not normal like if that was me i would be freaking out Mm mm-hmm and when you hear somebody say that about your situation, I know. I'm like, oh, things are actually a lot worse than I thought they were. Fantastic. Exactly. Like, when you hear somebody's hear like they you say something to them that something like something happened to you and they're like, oh, I, if I were you, I'd be freaking out. And like, right. And you're like, oh, uh, it wasn't until you said that. Yeah. And then you said that. And it's like, yep, got it. Well, I am now. So now I'm freaking the fuck seems out. Seems like a good time to start. I hope that. The person that suggested this is not in this situation. Yeah. If you are in a, in a situation like this, I mean, real like where the other your your significant other's family doesn't like you, mm-hmm. you really gotta try to get to the bottom of why to make that shit work. Because if mm-hmm. you can't figure out what's going on, if it's a possessive mother who just doesn't like you because you exist, or they're telling people things about you they have a preconceived notion of you mm-hmm. whatever it is there's a reason people aren't just like i just don't like her fucking name so i don't like her mm-hmm. they're like whose name is ashley assholes. yeah fuck her fuck them. don't like her mm-hmm. yeah so unless it's something like like they're just out of their mind right there's a reason that too and if you get to the reason you can possibly fix it and if you That's don't get to the too. reason you gotta walk because that shit will come into play at some point unless Absolutely. they are completely disconnected from their family. Yeah. It's going to come up. Unfortunately, yeah. On to the next one. We have our next segment, Unanswered. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where we answer one of your listener letters that you guys send in. If you want to send in your own, you will always be anonymous. It's unreadonruly at gmail.com mm-hmm. or our Instagram. You can DM it to us at unreadonruly. Um, this one was sent to us by, they included their name. But I'm just going to call them C. Yes. They said, I've been dating someone for about two months now. And I noticed a pattern with him always bringing up his last ex, only ex he ever had, to relate to experiences or conversations often, almost every day. And I asked why he did that. And he said that's all he knows about relationships. And that's just how he relates. It's quite annoying. And I told him, can you not do it so often? It kills the mood. Oh, fucking yeah. And he replied or claimed that he didn't. he doesn't do it often so now when he does it i just clock out of the conversation and give emotionless replies like oh or okay and try to change the subject should i be worried that he does this a lot or should i not care much the fact that you a told him you don't like that he does it and he's continuing to do it i don't like that b i 100 percent don't like that um 
I mean, how often do you need to be telling stories that have to do with relationships? What kind of place are you guys in that you're constantly having to talk about relationship stories? Yeah. That like it's a daily thing. It doesn't really make any sense. Are you guys fighting that often? And it almost seems like you guys are. Um, if that's the – if if you are, then it's definitely not good either. Uh, it just seems like he's not listening to you. I understand what he's saying. It's his only relationship that he has to talk about. Mm-hmm. That could be very genuine. Obviously, that might be the only thing he has to talk about with it. Maybe he's just trying to be relatable. But the thing is, why do you guys need to talk about it? It just seems like it's something that hit very hard um, for yeah. him. I don't think he's fully over the situation, whatever situation it was. Um, I just don't think it's right timing. I think he needs more time to get over the situation because it seems like he just needs a soundboard, needs to continue talking about it. Something about this this situation he's not over for whatever reason. I My thoughts are that this is like, first of all, incredibly rude. Um, and if anything, almost like passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. It seems passive. It, it comes mm-hmm. off as passive aggressive to yeah. me because it's like I've told you that I'm uncomfortable with you constantly bringing up this person. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's his only experience in a relationship. Correct. Trust me, I understand. But he doesn't have to draw upon it as often as he does. Uh-huh. It's possible. Well, you build new experiences. Correct. You know? Why don't you um pretend like that person didn't exist mm-hmm. and this is your first relationship? That's right. When we're starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. Like, that's insane. Like, is it is it like only arguments or stuff like that? Like, big things? But or if is you guys it are like, arguing, so you, you wrote here is it like daily. My, oh, my ex loves smart water. Yeah, I see you drink smart water. Says my ex loves every smart day. Water. That's that is that's too much. That's, that's overwhelming. In, that's entirely too much. I, I you don't need to speak about someone's ex daily. I would unless it's the baby mom and you guys are talking about pickups and drop offs or some yeah. shit like that. Um, you do not need to speak about her daily. There's Fully just agree. no way. There's no reason for it. Um, that it even if he's trying to be relatable, it does not make sense. You've already told him you're uncomfortable. Right, which is where he should know now. He should be keeping in his mind, I need to stop. Um, keep this like, okay, well, oh, oh, yeah, I got to back up now. I won't lie to you. It is a very red flag. That flag is very, very red. Mm-hmm. But I would, in your position, give it one last chance to confront them and yeah. tell them, that makes me really uncomfortable. I feel like you're almost comparing us. And I can't handle that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not good for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's good for you to be calling upon your experiences with this person as often as you are. I think so, too. Because even if it is just a story, just a little anecdote about whatever happened with an ex, they're still thinking about them a yeah. lot. So. Yeah. Why is that? Why are they, It's like they're in your relationship and it should just be its own thing. Your experiences together are going to be so different from everything that happened with the two of them. Just. Let him know that maybe and see how it goes. But I can't lie. Like, it's just not it's not a good look. Um, It's not a good start to a relationship. You know, two months in, I feel like it's early enough that this is a really important decision time. This is when you decide, do I cut this person off or not? Mm-hmm. And I think that that should that decision should kind of fall upon how that conversation goes and how they respect your wishes. Mm hmm. It shouldn't. It sh- it's not a hard thing to understand. It's really not. And if they try to make you feel like it is, they're bullshitting you. 
if they try to make you feel like you're crazy or like, oh, I don't get why you're making this such a big deal, just I'm confirming for you right now that is a big deal. It would be a big deal to me. Don't let them diminish it or make it smaller than it is. You deserve the respect of having your relationship separate from his past one. That's right. And uh, I'm wishing you luck, girl. Yes. Fuck him. That's right. I agree. Fuck him. Not literally. No, not literally. No, not until this is resolved. Yeah, once this is resolved, if it is. So if you enjoyed this episode, Mm -hmm. if you enjoyed any previous episodes, shout out to the people that have already done it. Yes. You guys are fucking awesome. I appreciate you so much. It literally makes our day. Like we tell you every fucking week. I'm a broken record, but whatever. It It makes our day when we see your Apple podcast reviews. It means a lot to us. Mm -hmm. Um, And thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to do that um spotify reviewers too thank you appreciate you if you want to come find us online come be our internet friends we are at unread unruly at nope unread unruly at unread unruly oh my god i'm like malfunctioning we're almost two hours right now okay yes. so in my defense i could not figure out how instagram worked for a second at Unread Unruly on Instagram. And we are at Unread Unruly Pod on TikTok. My Instagram is at Tayfelly. I'm at it's at that Ash Bash. And we'll talk to you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye.